We are the creators of reality. Those who have mastered perseverance, those who thrive despite attempts to thwart us, those who make magic at the root of the very trees they hung us from. We are the mountains and the rivers. We are the sun and the moon. We are sand and gems. We are the first and the final. We be big and small. We be light and dark. We be seasoned and youthful. We be sensual and sacred. Those gifted and divine. Those powerful and radical. Those vibrant and ancestral. We are the creators of reality. We are the Black Oasis. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Black Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Kaya Supreme, and this is the place where we lay it all down. Today is truly special and monumental. We're interviewing my oldest friend. And I don't mean like old because she old, but old because <laughs> I've known her longer than uh, anyone else, I pr- probably, that um, you know I've had fr- been friends with in my life. Uh, to the point where we're just family now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so excited to celebrate her today because she has written a book and the book is published and it's on sale. But this is just so spectacular because for as long as I've known her, she's always been a writer, always been a creator, one of the most imaginative people, the most... Uh, Person, one of the people who's whose vision and 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 knack for creativity and completely create uh, a reality out of thin air. She is a master, a master of the arts, and I am so honored, so honored um, to be able to celebrate her and this accomplishment um, today and 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 and, and forever, because there'll be more. So, ladies, gentlemen, and non-gender conforming friends, please put your hands together for the great Carmen Fletcher! What a introduction. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I really kept it brief because there was so much more. You know, I was thinking about the other day. I was thinking about how we used to be in the backyard. Because, you know, I'm like all into African spirituality. <laughs> how we used to be in the backyard digging holes in dirt. We yes. were convinced that we had seen a green light. And I think that lasted all summer. We were searching for the green light pathways oh and secret doorways yes <laughs> we had such a magical time full of imaginary adventure it i think it was real you know i really think <laughs> no because i can remember i feel like i'm as a child i remember flying you might think i'm crazy but i remember being able to walk up walls i mean that at was... st michael's <laughs> that listen that that may that may have actually been happening and we just have forgotten about it you know how like you have a dream and you're like I swear this happened I swear this was real yeah. like it may have been something like that and you're like no that was a dream was it real was it a dream, yeah. was it a dream? you know yeah like and I aged out of my magic yes <laughs> I, I like that aged out of your magic you should never age out of your magic <laughs> um so yeah I mean it's 
yes, <laughs> with all of this imagination and, and creating worlds and all that, like it's so, it's thrilling, it's fun, and it is probably one of the scariest things that you can do to put it all down on paper and be like, someone's going to think I'm nuts, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> But then you have to think about this. How many books are there in the world? How many stories? And the whole reason people write stories is to escape, yeah. is to also have like a message. Like, for example, Harry Potter. Sometimes I, I'll read it or I'll watch it and it's it's to escape. Mm-hmm. But there, but then are there are times where it's like there are lessons mm-hmm. that you can see, and mm-hmm. so writing this—that's what it was for me. And it wasn't until <laughs> I have to give credit when it's due. It wasn't until one of my dearest friends, Aura, said to me when I was just like freaking out about all of this, about things going out there, and this, I was I was published in London, so I'm like, okay, I, I just sent it off. I don't know what to do. Oh my god, da, 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 all of that, right? And I said, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. And she said to me, "The survivor in you will not allow the thriver to live." Mm. And that's when I realized, I'm like, oh my God, this entire story, mind you, this thing has been signed, sealed, delivered, and sent to the publisher. I had rewritten it like 50 times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until then that I realized that the whole vibe of this story is creating a collective thriving mentality. And the difference between a thriving mentality and a survivor's mentality is that a survivor is always waiting for something to go wrong. Mm. A thriver is someone that says, yes, this could go wrong, but let's look at how this can go right. Let's go on the promise of the possibility that things could be even better. Mm. And it wasn't until she said that that I went, damn. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's, That's what it is because the... It is a children's story, um, but the story, it it started um, because I wrote it for my mom for her birthday about 12 years ago, and it's crazy because it dropped here in the States. On her birthday! On her birthday, (laughs) right. I was like, wow. And and the publisher had no knowledge of that. It just, you know, it dropped over there on the 30th and then dropped here on the 2nd, and I was just like, oh my God, that's July 2nd. And... um, I, I just said, wow, that's, that's what this is. That's what this has been this whole time. It was about creating a thriving mentality, which is something that I had to go through on my own. I had to walk through my own desert, if you will, mm. to, um, to realize that. And the thing is, so the story <laughs> is about a red ant princess that is living in a barren desert and her colony is trapped by really tradition you know and they're starving but they're sticking to the traditions they're marching they're dancing they're doing this that and the third because this is what we do in the colony and this is how we're going to make it but it was killing them and so she wanders out one day and you know crazy people kind of camp out in the desert and I shouldn't say crazy but I ain't doing that um <laughs> so they drop watermelon and it falls on her and she realizes hey 
this can save the colony. There's water in it. It's sweet. It's delicious. Hey, let's do this, right? So when they go to get the fruit, they're attacked. And now she has risen to clean because of it. And she's trying to figure out, what am I going to do? How am I going to lead this colony? You know, the fruit is gone. What are we, what are we going to do? And so she is swooped up by an ally, an old ally that she didn't know and taken to an oasis. <laughs> yes, she's taken to an oasis. And um, they were like, hey, you need to bring your colony here. And so she goes back and says, okay, let's do this. And that's when things really kind of change because it's like, well, how are you going to leave? This is something new. We have to abandon everything we know. Right. We, we're about to walk through a whole ass desert, right? right. <laughs> um, and so I realized that, uh, I realized that that's something that I went through in my life a thousand times over a thousand times over and it's um it's a lot to get here right to get right here I have been trying to get published for 10 years wow and uh now it's here and it's international and a lot of people would say like well it's on Amazon of course it's international that's not true because what I have learned <laughs> in trying to send items to my cousins that are across the pond mm-hmm. that certain things will not ship there. So just because it's on Amazon doesn't mean that it's going there. But now it's in databases that are in Australia, in Europe, coming soon to Japan and Africa and all of that said, whoa. All of that because I took a chance. I had to take a chance on myself. In the midst of every other chaotic thing going on in my life, I had to take a chance on myself. And now here it is. And the story is there. And I just thought there's going to be a lot of people, you know, adults and children, because uh, I've had, you know, adults and children read this. And they had two different perspectives on it. But both came to the very same thing she saw it through right and I don't think we can hear that enough like we how many ways can you say see it through right and then of course you know there are other things that are going on in in the story uh there's yeah well I'm not gonna give anything away there are other things going on but that's what that's life you know you are in the midst of so much but it's all taking you in the right direction you know even if you have to reroute not fail but reroute right okay it's all taking you in the right direction and I hope that message that creating that thriving mentality will really come through at the same time the meaning behind the book behind the small things that are in there, the big things that are in there, it's up to the reader. Right. It's up to them. It's up to their perspective of what they're going to see. And what I've noticed with some authors, not all, but with some authors, they get offended if 
you do not see the book right. the way that they wrote it. Right. It's like, but, I, but it's like, you know, not everyone looks at the <laughs> Mona Lisa the same. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> you have to bring your perspective to it. Exactly. And so it's just, it's been a very, 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 very interesting and terrifying and rewarding experience. So here we are. Here we are, baby. Here we are. So <laughs> I have some questions for you. Okay. okay. Um, and, you know, they are. Uh oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> No, don't be nervous. They're good. Um, okay. <laughs> dang, you have no faith in me. Oh, no, I do. But yeah, like, uh-oh. I have some questions. We're like, hold on. What kind <laughs> of questions? No, they're good questions. Okay. So, so, I mean, especially for you, the, the world creator. Um, <laughs> if you could conceptualize your own oasis, your own paradise... Mm-hmm. what one element has to be present for it to be a place of rejuvenation for you? Good food. Ooh. <laughs> yes, too. I could ask why, but I feel like I know. But I'm going to ask, so why good food? Um, <laughs> well, you know, I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. And I love pasta. That's my biggest thing. Is like I love pasta, but I'm a foodie. And I feel like if you cannot nourish yourself in some type of way, and I mean like not even some type of way, like with food, mm-hmm. <laughs> then um, all of the meditation, the <laughs> prayers, the, all of that goes out the window when you're hungry. Right. So, and I get it. You know, people do fast. I'm not one of them, <laughs> but people do fast. And I think that's great. I think that's a great way to connect, but I too would like to connect after I've eaten. Okay. Um, and, and the reason for that is because you can't think when you're hungry. It's harder to feel when you're starving. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can feel something, but it just may not be what you want to feel. Okay. Uh, and good food puts you in a good mood. <laughs> it does. I mean, have you ever been to a party or a Thanksgiving and it was nasty and it just ruined everything? Like the conversations could have been great. The, even the music, but the <laughs> food was gross and it just ruins everything. So if I'm going to be on an oasis in the middle of a desert, I want some good food now will it be burgers and whatnot i mean on a realistic sense if it's only an oasis no no but i too like vegan and vegetarian things so but i would like some seasoning there's (laughs) they got seasoning i'm sure yes but but that's that's honestly you know that's that's why um just some good food that that would be my my number one uh but my number two and actually as equally as important uh would be the people i love because this life is short i recently lost someone and suddenly don't don't know what happened but um it would just be the people that I love 
yes, they may be driving me crazy at the time. <laughs> and they may be going through some things at the time. But the fact that they're there, that we can talk about it, we can laugh about it, we can cry about it, we can dance it out, we can yell it out, scream, do whatever needs to happen. That's um, that's the second you know, most important thing. And then the third would be, and this is may sound, uh, may sound very interesting. Um, but the third would be to actually see God. Oh, snap. And the reason I say that is that God shows up in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Shows up through the wind that's blowing through your hair and the, eyes of the people that you love you know possibly in some really good food okay? <laughs> god is in good food god is there but to actually see me like are you an orb <laughs> are you like do you shape shift like how what 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 happens here mm -hmm. but to but to actually see that and just sit down and be like just just like i do my prayers now you know like all right, look, man, this is what's going on. Um, <laughs> you're like, this is what's happening. Uh, I'm serious. Like, I, I believe that God prefers authenticity over reverence. Mm. And, you know, like we, we have our traditions and all these beautiful things and religions and stuff that have been formed around the world around this one supreme being. Okay. Yep. And... It would just be really nice to kind of have a face-to-face -face of like, oh, so you are a shapeshifter. Right. Good to know. Okay. You're like, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about the state of the world. Let's talk about, you know, why you let me fall down the stairs several times. <laughs> let's, talk, <laughs> let's talk about this. What does that you know, mean? Right. Like, what, what was that for? Was that just entertaining? Got it. Okay. So let's move past this, you know, <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be to like, how could you? There are, there are times when, yes, you're going to be angry with God. Like, how did this not work? But what I've learned from that is, and you know, and it's okay to be pissed. Go ahead. Be mad. It's okay. Uh, but what I have learned from things not going the way that I thought even when it is like the worst is it's a reroute right you know how we have these like time traveling movies and like they if they go back and they can stop this one thing then it stops other things from like cascading over into like terrible stuff and all of that yeah I believe when something doesn't go right like yeah it may very well be your fault you don't know right it, it, it could be um but at times if you've done everything right and then it just falls apart it's a reroute and it sucks i'm not gonna sit here and say oh just go into a moment of praise no you're gonna be pissed you're going to be pissed and that's okay get that energy out so you can focus so you can see what god is trying to teach you so you can see what you were possibly spared from and i have a i have a friend mary beth mary beth highland uh, she's written a wonderful book as well and she has a not a she has kind of a mantra in there it says uh if then so if i cannot eat pizza today 
then that means I can have a salad, which is probably healthier for me. Okay, so like science, hypotheses. Yeah, yeah, kind of a conditional statement. Um, so that that has gotten me through a lot, but it has also helped me to dig deeper on a spiritual level. And so being able to have that one-on-one face-to-face with God and be like, well, I see how things shifted here, shifted there. Let's go through the highlight reel. What we got here? <laughs> you know, be like, ah, we have... Uh, when you applied to grad school and there's no reason that you shouldn't have gotten in, Mm -hmm. but you didn't get in. Um. (laughs) I feel like God's going to be like, just live, let's live it out. Because those things, you know, like even you speaking about your mom and and how the book, um, you know, was published in the States on her birthday. birthday. Like that's, that's the appointed moment, you know, like we want things to happen on our time, but there's a certain way that, life is uh, like already ordered mm-hmm. divinely mm-hmm. and and i think once we live long enough to meet the moments in hindsight mm-hmm. we realize oh because you know what i couldn't have orchestrated it to release on a better day it's my mom's birthday right i didn't ask for that release date they just told right. me but you know we had got it the moment we wanted it it may not have had as much spiritual significance you know Exactly. Exactly. And being able also, you know, there was an element that was not in the story prior to, but my God, baby, my star child, she's, she's three years old Yes, and she loves to read. And I enjoy her, her, her antics and shenanigans on social media. I know my little (laughs) baby. She, (laughs) she's just so sweet, but she's also brilliant and I don't I don't say that just because that's my star child because <laughs> you know be like oh my baby's so smart mm-hmm. <laughs> no no she really is and it's also how perceptive she is like so quick side story she had come to visit and I was hugging but I was hugging bestie just because like I hadn't seen her in a year so I was hugging her and she saw that and was like, she didn't say this, but her actions did like, oh, there's loving happening. Oh, let me join. Let me join. And she just run, ran right over and grabbed both of our legs, just started hugging. <laughs> and then when we, when we broke, she hugged her mommy and then she hugged me like, oh, there's loving. We were passing around loving. Okay. Okay. You know, that, that's just how she is. Um, but also she she had gone to the library this is a few months ago when I was still making edits on the book she had gone to the library and she's looking through all these books and she goes where are all the dads because all of these books were like mommy and me or mommy and me are going on an adventure or it was a book that had the baby that was doing whatever but the mom was present where was the dad and it took them 30 minutes to find three books that had fathers in them and that's when I went, oh my gosh, I need to add that element in here because the book was so hyper powerful female that I was forgetting young men and I mean, older men as well. I was, I was forgetting that. And so being able to go back and rework it so it shows how we can live in, co- live in cooperation instead of 
well, I'm the woman and I'm strong and you have to listen to me or I'm the man and I'm strong and you have to listen to me. It's my world. Like, no, we need to cooperate. We need to be able to come together and build something better and new. And it wasn't until it wasn't until she said that in from her three year old soul that I said, wow, I need to change. And when I wrote this, I wrote this maybe 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. When I wrote this, you know, that wasn't even a thought. So she needed to be here. She needed to be born. She needed to be that extra child that I love so much Mm. to inspire me to not only see it through, but also to widen my perspective. Mm. Because, you know, when we were growing up, it was women finally had some some type of power. Right. And they were growing in power. So I was like, yes. So that's what was coming out in this story. But then for her to say that, like, wait a minute, like, where are all the dads? Wow. And, you know, and this is crazy because I have two nephews. I know. <laughs> you know? And, but I needed that extra perspective. Yeah, I needed that and that wouldn't have happened five years ago because she wasn't here yet Mm. and now she's here and the book is actually dedicated to my nephews to my star child and to my baby cousin Amelia because I want them to know that you know they were on my heart and that this is for them and to see it through and to live in cooperation with one another to not be afraid to go out but that that part wouldn't have happened that inspiration it wouldn't have happened when I was pushing this book out maybe five six years ago and all the publishers were like nah <laughs> you know like that it, it wouldn't have happened and there were just certain things I had to go through in my life and that's and that's hard to hear when you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're going through this because something better is coming, and you're like, yeah, you're like, listen, you know, not again. <laughs> like, like, listen, how 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 many trials do do I have to have for these right. tribulations? I'm still trying to get to tribulation one, okay? Right. Um, but I know for that, and and she's she's three; she'll be four in a couple of months. And I I said to Bestie, I said, um. <laughs> she can't read this because it's a little violent <laughs> and and she uh, she goes she'll deal <laughs> <laughs> she needs to see this <laughs> that's correct and I said well, okay <laughs> yeah and I, I said okay you know and so it's just yes there there is divine timing even even in those small ways there's divine timing and it it can hurt sometimes especially if you are losing people yeah and when you lose people you're like oh I wanted them to be here for this like for example I I saw a uh, you know I love America's Got Talent so um there's 
there was this young woman on there I hate saying young woman because I'm like I'm in my 30s she's not that much younger than me um but she had written this song and she had like a record deal and all of this stuff and then her mom fell ill she had cancer and she eventually passed away and so she was this the performer was coming back onto AGT so that way she can try again and she sang this song that she had written that was about daydreams and it was about not giving up your daydreams like keep going and I watched that on the day let me see two days before the book dropped and all I thought was I'm so happy my mom is here to see this because this story was for her wow and while there are people that I wish were here physically I know that they're cheering for me and whatever version of their heaven is I know that they are at the same time I'm so grateful that my mother is here Mm-hmm. to be in this part of my oasis of of my joy of I've created something and it finally worked yeah. you know I'm just I'm, I'm grateful I'm so grateful for that and so I, know, I, I know this is like the longest answer ever when it comes <laughs> to a question <laughs> <laughs> like this is record breaking um, but it's it's true and it ties into everything having the people that I love having that face to face with with God and all I'm missing at this very moment is my dinner <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to be having right. for dinner today be good tonight. yes <laughs> but you know it's, it's in your mind you know it doesn't have to be a place it, it's in your mind so, ah, let me stop crying. I need to stop crying. I'm so glad this is being recorded. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. It's very good. I mean, you know, like this is this is what everybody deserves. That moment where they they finally get the fruit. And I'm just yes. so happy for you. I really, really, really oh. am. So happy for you and inspired. I mean, because does it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, hey, listen, here's the thing about us. We were brought together in a weird way. Like, you know, your father <laughs> met my mother and then met my dad. And we haven't been able to get rid of each other since. Yep. And thank God. You know, wait, you know, I was home. And I, I, I was like, Daddy, just drive past, you know, mm-hmm. 314 Lanark Way. Mm-hmm. And let me. And so we drove past and then we drove down. It was nighttime. Mm-hmm. Down past, you know. And I was like, can you believe we used to walk all of that? Yeah. <laughs> we used to walk and bike ride all of that every day, multiple times a day. At that yes. 
Yes. Girl, that was like two, three miles. And then we would add a little pit stop at the park, Sligo Creek. Like, yes. Like, cars have been, have cars. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, just, just walking like, okay, well, I'll walk over there. And, and we'd be there in a pretty decent time. For, I mean, you know, it, it didn't take forever. At least I don't remember it taking forever. I'm not doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it ain't happening. But maybe one day for like a 5K. But I'm just like, my God. Like, we would go back and forth to each other's house and walk unsupervised, yeah. mind you. No, no, well, no thanks mean, to our parents. But it I was, mean, you know. It, it was the 90s and we lived in Mayberry, okay? <laughs> like, nothing was really happening over there. We're, we were fine. You know, so it was it was okay to do that. Now, if we were doing that in another neighborhood, unsupervised, as young as we were well, today, you know, and and this is like prior, you know, prior to cell phone check-ins, we had to get to a payphone and page people and all right. of you know, <laughs> the dog bit somebody, go get the parents, like right. <laughs> oh goodness, it, it was. And yes, many. I, I loved coming over to your house. I did. Yeah, we were inseparable. But you know, I'm just grateful to have had that experience. Everything from poison ivy and kidneys <laughs> yeah. to magical worlds and mud pies. We just. Mud pie. Oh my gosh, we got We so lived. <laughs> we were outside. We, y'all talk about how y'all was outside. No, we were out. We were outside. Yes. All out. Outside. Climbing <laughs> trees, falling out of I'm trees. Tr- yeah. Oh, goodness. And the thing is, like, I'll still climb a tree today because I've gotten, you know, much better at it. <laughs> with that, I will definitely take a picture for Instagram for you. <laughs> That's about it for me. I am a. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. But I, I, I have one last question. Um, okay. And and then after you answer this, please tell us all the places where we can find your phenomenal work of art. Sure. Um, what is your one wish for Black people? Oh. My one wish for Black people is to embrace everything that they are and what I mean by that is we are not a monolith Mm -hmm. and we have tried to make a monolith out of ourselves unconsciously and I think that it's important for us to see like yes I like to, and this is just an example because, you know, I'm bougie, but um, yes, I like to dress up and go sit at a hole in the wall in the most hood place possible because the food is good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, (laughs) hey, but, but I think that it's important because I see a lot of what, you know, what people call blurs and you also see people that are incredibly conservative and you see others that are wild child and all of that. And we are all of those things in some shape or form and being able to accept one another as, as our authentic selves, you know, is very, 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 very important. I mean, I was recently in Los Angeles and I was at a biker function and for a while, I 
was trying to figure out and like you know they're just motorcycles why why all this you know and i was trying to figure that out and then i realized when i went this time that it's not so much about the bikes it's about what they represent and they represent something different for everybody but the one thing that it that everyone has in common is it forces you to embrace the confidence of who you are because it comes out on the bike it comes out in the way that you ride it comes out in your clothing it comes out in how you decorate this motorcycle because you had to embrace something that was inside and so to be in a collective space where all of those people were on that same exact journey was one of the most beautiful things I ever could have seen in my life they were all different all the bikes were different all the people were different all of that and yeah you know there are rules and codes and yada yada okay fine but the one thing was embracing that confidence about who they are as individuals and then doing that collectively. And that is, wow, I just realized that is a perfect example of having a collective thriving mentality. And it was amazing. And I can't wait to go again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, where can we find the book <laughs> Queen Clarice and the Watermelon Seed everywhere <laughs> that's where you can find it everywhere uh, it is on Amazon it's also at Barnes and Noble um, there are a few foreign databases as well uh, that of course I don't have that in front of me but they're it's very heavy over in Europe right now it was just launched in Australia as well I think on Bookpedia, I believe that's what that's called. And but for the American audience, you can get this at Barnes and Noble. You can also get this on Amazon. And I hope that your children can read it. I hope that you will read it with them and that you both will see what your thriving mentality really is. And it's it's not a super serious book. It's definitely a children's story okay yeah but there are a lot of uh there are a lot of undertones and one of them that I definitely want to speak about is they track their ages by the waning crescent moon the waning crescent moon actually is I looked it up you know I'm a big researcher Mm -hmm. Uh, the waning crescent moon represents new beginnings Mm. not the new moon but new beginnings Mm. and so that was important because we we always look up for what's our new start but for them to have that chance literally once or twice a month of this is your birthday so when you're going through the book and you say like oh they're 12 crescents you say they're 19 crescents yeah and you equate that to you know human age but there's a lot of symbols like that that are throughout the story and I just hope that everyone's able to enjoy it and there's some parts that you may laugh, you may cry you may be like, oh uh uh-uh no you're not, Mm -mm. 
no, you're not coming for the queen today. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of that, but I am, I'm so excited and I'm grateful. And here we are. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please go get Queen Clarice and the Watermelon Seed on Amazon. I'm going to say Amazon to go to Barnes and Noble. Google, just Google it and buy it. Yes. Okay? <laughs> yes, that's, that's actually the best way. Google, Google it. And Google and buy. Um, and I am, again, just so happy for you, so proud of you, support you, support you, support you. I pray nothing but more territory for you, more love, more joy, more light, more money. <laughs> and, 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 and food. And food. good food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, for joining me. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Black Oasis and, and being consistent in your support. We appreciate you. And until next time, stay Black, but you don't really have a choice. And lucky you. Peace. <laughs>